Welcome to another episode of Rambling with Courtney Asher, where I speak of all the wisdom I've learned over the years that made me the woman behind this microphone today. Hi there again. So, on this episode, I'm making it fully about questions I've been getting. On this really cool app. I didn't even know about this app until maybe the beginning of this year. But it's called Wisdom. I've never heard of it before. But it's so cool. It's where like podcasters can go and just record a live podcast and talk to people. And people ask them questions. No, it isn't sponsored by that app. But, I just think it's a really dope app. And I think you should check it out. So, that being said, I'm going to leave my link in the description of this podcast. So, I can go check it out to what the hell I'm talking about. But... They have a section where people can ask questions. And I've gotten a big old handful of questions. And I really like the questions I've been asked. So, this episode is going to be strictly about questions. So, the first one that I was asked was, What do you love about life? I love that question because I'm that kind of person who absolutely loves everything about life. (laughs) And I know people are like, Court, how can you love everything about life? What about all the shitty shit that happens in life? So, throughout the years, I've taught myself how to really turn my focus over from only seeing the negative and everything to not only seeing the positive, but I see the positive even about the negative. Let me explain. So when something not quite so amazing happens, I've taught myself how to see signs in that thing to be okay with the thing happening. Say maybe a guy breaks up with you or something. Let's start with that. I mean you're gonna be distraught probably especially if you really like that person. Yeah probably. But then I think I've taught myself that I can just step back and be like, Court, why are you sad about that? I mean, besides the obvious of why I'm sad about that, that person is no longer in my life. But I kind of step back now and I can see how they exit the relationship. If they got really snippy with me or pulled some excuses out of their ass or something like that. 
was probably like that from the fucking start and I just didn't fucking see it. So there's that. There's also the possibility of you just being compatible with that person. Because I've been able to see that, well, am I trying to make puzzle pieces fit together? Like, am I trying to force this shit? Like, this person didn't tell me at all how they were feeling about me unless I asked them. And even when they answered, when I asked them, it sounded, like, really hesitant and unsure about something. So, it's just, like, mm, you kind of get them weird vibes. So, you kind of just start reading in between the lines and really start to add up. If I were with this person a couple of years down the road, how would I feel? Like, I'm talking you end up going deep into things if you allow yourself to. It's amazing the kind of things that you think about. If it's only based on now I'm alone, now I'll be lonely, now I don't have somebody to do this with me, things like that, really check out codependency. This might have all been a blessing to see your codependence on somebody. And, I mean, if you can allow yourself to see the honesty that some of your thoughts really bring up when you go down these roads, it's a really beautiful thing because you really get to see how every situation good or bad, is always teaching you something. Everything is really a gift, depending on how you look at everything. It gives you the chances to fix things, to be a better person for yourself. Yeah, for other people, but mainly yourself first. And then you can be a better person for somebody else down the road. Once you become a better person for yourself, then you start attracting different things into your life. And it's, it makes it not so daunting to date people. And a really hard time after I got divorced, how I was meeting really awful people and... Before I met my current boyfriend, I told him that I just straight swore off people. I'm not dating anybody. And really, when he came into my life, it made me realize that I was just scared of what other people would do to me. But also, it taught me that I wasn't trusting myself and that I was relying on other people to be a certain way whether they were capable or not of being that certain way so it really felt like I was not only hoping that they would be a certain way but I was totally throwing out the window of whether I was capable of being with somebody like that. Then I met my guy. And everything's just 
kind of falling into place and it's not hard it's just all happening it's like the only thing that I've had to bring to the table is me being myself like I thought I wasn't able to be myself because it wasn't really welcomed to be fully myself there was always something somebody didn't like about myself so something that somebody didn't like about me so I eventually just shut my personality down I started being this weird fabrication of whatever was acceptable to these other people friends included and it was really making me live a life just not meant for me and when you live a life that isn't meant for you it's really painful and it's really draining I don't advise it so these are the reasons that I just really love everything about life really everything is just taught to us naturally through just connections and it's beautiful So the next question is what about yourself are you working on to improve? I'm always trying to improve something about myself to be totally honest. Always trying because if something throughout the day just triggers something in me I really have taught myself to examine that thing and really dissect it. I can't help but go very deep into these questions these days in my own head. The real thing is my self-sabotage and my doubt about myself and I mean these things are slowly fading away as I have learned to address them. The fact that they even exist in my head. Whenever you have a crushing feeling inside you, it's really just something being like throbbing and magnifying because it wants to be seen. That is how we end up letting go of things. Things that we just haven't held in our hands and stared at and asked questions. That is why that thing hurts us so damn bad. It's like, dude, look at me. Look. Look. Are you looking at me? How about now? Are you looking? It's like, Jesus fucking Christ. Like, (laughs) you finally look at it. And yeah, it's going to make you just cry. It's going to make you probably fucking upset. It's going to hurt. But the fact is that you're letting yourself feel that thing. So it's like, that's all I wanted. (laughs) And then it starts painting. And you're like, wait, so that's all I fucking had to do like this whole time. (laughs) Yeah, that's basically it. I hate how there's so many gatekeepers about that. About how we just need to look at these things and question it inside of our heads or just write it in our journals. Or I have so many physical journals, so many notes on my phone that I've kept where I just like write thoughts. This podcast is one of those things you're getting to get a peek inside my head. 
makes me so happy that I can fucking do this. It's actually really funny that I talk about how something throbs because before I had a podcast, it was the September, no, August before I started in October last year. I remember I was laying in my bed and I kept hearing in my head, podcast, 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 podcast. I was like, oh God. And I kept going. I was like, I just want to like watch Shameless. Like, leave me alone. (laughs) And I kept ignoring it until it was so loud. I couldn't even make coffee. Coffee is like one of my favorite things in a day. I came in here in my bedroom and I ordered <laughs> microphone and I had it sitting on my desk in September and it just sat there in the box. It sat there and sat there like I did nothing with it. There it goes again in my head. It goes podcast, 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 mic, mic. Mike, podcast, talk, talk. I'm like, oh my god, okay. So I go and I get a podcast platform and here we are over a year later. And it was just because the whole reason that I wanted a podcast was because I've always adored to talk. I got in trouble so much for it when I was a kid. I had these terrible teachers basically all throughout school. Um, my mom can't even attest for this. Like, at first she didn't believe me because it was just like, oh, my kid just doesn't like her teacher. Maybe you should try not talking. Then she really looked at what I was trying to tell her. These teachers were keeping me inside for like in detention for recess every single day. There were some that just always sent my homework home for me to do. But it was the same thing three, four times. Like, I guess it was some kind of punishment. I I really don't know why these people did not like me. I'm like, you don't have to fucking like me. Just, like, stop trying to punish me. Yeah, I don't know. I just was not heard. And I wasn't able to just, like, hit that release valve on myself. Where I could just, like, twist it and just... And just release a microphone, a podcast, really, these days. Thank God for this podcast. I've been reaching all across the world with everything I say. I would have never imagined doing this. I was never a great public speaker or anything. So it's really insane to me how I have a podcast right now. Woo! Got off track. (laughs) A little bit. So the next question is, if your life were a chapter book, what chapter are you in now? That is such a delicious question. The chapter that I would be in right now, if I had to name it, it would be permission to flow. Because I feel like I'm 
finally giving myself permission to do whatever comes up in my head whenever I want to. If it's things I have to do, like if I have to make calls in a time limit or just anything time limit, of course I'm going to do those things. But if it's because I want to clean the bathroom or something, and then while I'm so while I'm in the middle of cleaning it, I get a fucking thought to make a podcast. I'm gonna do the podcast. I'll get back to the bathroom in a minute. I'm actually letting myself lean into my ADHD and my random thoughts that I have. I used to tell myself no inside my head. No, you can't paint that painting. No, you can't record a podcast. You can't do this. No, you can't do that. I've started telling myself yes, but I've started giving myself the green light about these things because I'm trying to do the opposite of what I've always done because I don't want to be the same person that I used to be. I don't want to even be a little bit like the person I used to be. Yeah, she got me through some tough shit. Yeah, I built her based on what I had to survive. And I thank her for that. I absolutely do. She was fucking awesome. She did what she had to do. Now, some of the things that I used to do might not be aligned with who I am today. And that is why I'm a completely different person. I'm not mad. I'm not upset at myself. I forgive myself for those things that I'm not too proud of that I did. And I think we all just kind of hold ourselves in contempt and we've almost learned how to punish ourselves for who we used to be because we think we're still that person and we're not. We really need to learn to give ourselves a leash. Not even a leash. Let yourself fucking run wild. I don't know. Make the world a colorful place if that's what you want to do, you know? No more trying to fit into a box that somebody else fucking made for you. That's not how we're gonna live our lives anymore. That's definitely not how I choose to live my life anymore. So next question. What favorite quote or poem do you keep near to you? Oh, that was a good one. I've always had the quote in my head. That Eleanor Roosevelt said, and if you're a Princess Diaries fan, you'll know the exact one I'm talking about. It's when she said, nobody can make you feel inferior without your consent. How true is that? Because if you think about it, if somebody can have the power over you to control you with words, you can be manipulated easily. Just think about that for a second. If somebody else can control your emotions, wow, you've literally just handed your power over to them. Yeah, sure, it's alright that you just, like, use me like you're a little puppet. It's all cool. No problem here. That is a big fucking problem. That is huge. 
And that is the kind of person that I used to be, by the way. I used to be a peep pleaser. A codependent people pleaser. I just like cringe thinking about (laughs) the kind of person I used to be. And just how not like her at all that I am. I'm definitely a different breed mainly from like just who I used to be again at the end of the day with that quote the decision is totally up to you of how you feel about something and I could never grasp that I loved that quote for years but I couldn't grasp what the hell she meant and it's like appalling to me how I didn't even know that I could control my own emotions. I always thought they controlled me. You know, whatever. Like, it's all, it's all gravy. Like, one second I'm like, do do do, la la la. Next second I'm just like, um, I don't want to be on earth anymore. Like, that'd be cool. Like, that's literally how my days used to go. And I thought that was normal. And not so much. And I'm just really delved deep into my own emotions. It's not really in the sense of, well, I mean, I'm sad right now. I'm just gonna, like, give a smile and everything will be okay, like, I'll be happy and everything. No, that's not how that works. How it works is I'm sad, so you allow yourself to be sad. You let yourself have a moment of weakness and just cry. Really ask yourself so many questions, like, why are you sad right now? And write down the answers, even if they don't make any fucking sense writing them down you will be amazed like my mindset because i'm ugly it's like wait what what the fuck where did that come from <laughs> so you write that down and you're like is that really what i believe and just start snowballing questions it's really amazing to me just the kind of shit like nonsense we stored in our own heads the fact that If you just let it have an outlet to get the fuck out of your head, it'll all be okay. It might not be in the time frame that you think you should be okay. It's definitely not going to be instantaneous. How we all live in such a microwave society. You know, we just expect things to instantly happen. Now, you're probably going to follow through and feel those emotions and feel like shit and ask yourself questions. And it might like have a couple of moments where it comes back that's okay that means your brain's working that means it's doing what it's supposed to be doing for you what it's not supposed to be doing for you is telling you how to feel all day every day by asking that emotion questions inside of your head you actually are seeing that thing probably for the first time and over time when you have a 
a little flare up of that thing coming back, you know what to do. And you keep just asking questions like, okay, why am I feeling this way? What's going on here? Like, just asking yourself questions over and over. And it eventually trains your body into trusting you that you can deal with this thing when it comes up and you don't instantly have fear of it coming up so then you're not gonna self-sabotage you're not just gonna like hermit mode and run away and isolate you're actually gonna be able to stare it right in the fucking face that's all it's ever needed that's it and we've probably been doing this about bad shit all day, every day, and you just don't know it anymore because it is so normalized for us to see the bad shit and to basically act like narcissists and just talk about like how I'm the victim about all this stuff. Nothing is my fault, you know, things like that. And that's totally not a way to live. It's actually very damaging to yourself. There's been so many studies about people who basically store these emotions in their body and it's crazy how it manifests for them. Some people it manifests as their hair falling out. Some people it manifests as not being able to walk. When we stop paying attention to ourselves. Our bodies are gonna do whatever it can to let us know like, hey, you need to not only look at us right now, but look at this shit in your brain. Give it a go. Like, see what's up. With me, I've noticed that I don't have as dark of circles under my eyes. My hair was actually falling out in the back of my head for a while. My feet, I have really bad circulation, but my feet were turning so purple. It was crazy. It'll do everything it can until you look at it. Some people gain weight. Some people break out into infections. Some people have things go on with their teeth. It's really insane. It gets into your like neck or hips. Everything is a sign. I'm gonna say that again. Everything is a sign and you have to decide what it means to you okay somebody asked me how do you hold your pain and my answer it was simple i said i don't let me explain though i mean i basically i've been talking about it the entire episode this time you've got to start becoming aware that it's there and it's gonna get stronger and stronger until you acknowledge it and it is so important to start feeling emotions because when people get to the point of seeing the tears uncontrollably that's literally your body just like you've seen people with a balloon blown up and then they take the end that they blew up and just like pull it out like straight out like so good yeah that 
That's literally what crying about something uncontrollably. And I mean uncontrollably as like you're sitting in the middle of something awesome and just randomly dropping the ball and crying about something. Something huge to you, but it it could even be little. And you're like, why the actual fuck is this still happening? It's like, dude, because you haven't looked at it. You cool with that? You want a cute living like this? You have to literally just sit down and stare at it. Ask it everything you could ever ask it. And write down things even if they don't make sense of why you're feeling that way. You're gonna be amazed at the type of shit that your brain just starts pump it out. It's so good. The kind of things that just are released when you do this. And like I said before, these things won't be solved overnight. These things will just kind of bleed into your days when you start feeling better. And I say it's like hang on to that feeling. Or even when you start feeling better right after you say it, hang on to that feeling. Really sit in that emotion and say like, oh my god, I want to feel like this every single day. Think about what you have to do to make yourself feel that way. And keep doing it. Keep it up. You will not be sorry. Another one was, should you be focused on today or tomorrow? Always be focused on your today. Tomorrow isn't even promised. Yesterday is not existent anymore. So I always say to stay in the now, live in the now. The things that we do now, today, those things affect our future. Whether you think so or not, whether they're big or small. Me creating this podcast today could be heard maybe in like two years from now. Really hit somebody square in the gut and they're just like, oh my god, I needed to hear that today. I'm sitting here probably forgetting that I made this episode. Like, what are they talking about? <laughs> You know, that's what I mean. Like, it can, things like that, that we do today, create a ripple effect into our future. So it's like, today is the day that we're actually taking care of tomorrow. And the last and final question is, what's your vision for how you will serve the world? Well, exactly what I'm doing right now on this podcast. I have so many thoughts inside my head. I love my vision about how I live life and it worked so well for me and there's been so many people throughout my life that have been envious of how I live my life because they say you're so happy all the time but my thing about it all is that everyone can be this happy too. It's not totally exclusive just to me. It's how I choose to see everything. This is how I choose to see life and this is how I choose to live it. You know, if I'm gonna be here every single day that I've been here, then I'm gonna make it count. 
you know? And I never want to feel regretful. I never want to live in resentment of anything. I just want to live to the absolute fullest. And it's hard for people to fathom the type of things that I've been through and that how I can still be who I am and that I haven't turned cold. And hating everything is a choice. I don't think we choose who or what we love but hate hate is 100% a choice that would mean I would have to actively be in the vibe of negativity and I just don't want I don't want it I don't need it no thanks and I will never live that kind of life. I already had a taste of it a little bit and I don't want it anywhere. Thank you. Don't come again. Yeah, anybody can have this. Anybody can be happy all the time. That just mean that bad shit doesn't come and try to like ruin shit for me. <laughs> that just means that I've learned how to feel things and deal with them instead of ignoring them and suppressing them. I would adore to teach that and that is actually why... I'm studying to get my certification in life coaching because I would deeply enjoy that. I'm gonna finally end this episode right here. This was a long one, but I enjoyed every single question that I was given. And I love to explain my side of it, why I think the way I do. And if anybody listening right now wants to ask me questions, either go on the wisdom app or just email them to me. And that would just be dope. You can follow me on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, everywhere. I'm all over the dang place. You can listen to this podcast basically anywhere right now. Thank you very much for listening to the podcast. And I'll see you guys on the next episode. And wherever you are, whether you celebrate Thanksgiving or not, I hope you have an awesome holiday. Bye, guys.